Good morning, good morning, good morning, good all good morning, all my people in the chat. I see you guys already live and direct. I know somebody said 8 a.m. clock. I know I said 8 a.m., but then as I start waking up, I'm like, I think that's a little too late, man. I want to get going watching football and get y'all going with the rest of y'all day. So you already know what it is, man. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. San Francisco 49ers morning show. Let's go. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning to my folks, man. I appreciate everybody that's in here right now joining me on this glorious Thursday morning. I asked y'all if y'all wanted me to come on, man. Everybody was like, man, yeah, come on. And my guy Chris was like, dude, no days off. So we ain't here. My wife in there, she got the Odell. Odell album uh, going, you know what I'm saying? She over there, she cooking, you know, doing all that good stuff. Speaking of Odell, and y'all correct me if I, you know, and I don't know how many brothers I got in here right now, but you know she's dating Rich Paul now. Odell is dating Rich Paul. And uh, as as a black man, and my, my wife is white, we kind of have like this radar of like white women that date, you know, brothers. It like, it just goes off. Like, okay, yeah, she dates, she dates brothers. That never went off with Adele. <laughs> that never went off with Adele. But I don't know. Adele lost that weight, got fired, and she was like, nah, I need some chocolate in my life. I don't know what, I don't know what uh, what's going on with Adele. But you know, she dated Rich Paul. Rich Paul, if y'all don't know, he's uh he's like one of LeBron's best friends, but he has that agency. Was it Clutch Sports? Or not Clutch Sports. What is it? I don't know, but yeah, he got all those big time athletes on there. So yeah, you got got Adele. Got Adele, you know what I'm saying? Adele, she uh she got fire and uh I don't know, she got her brother. She lost her her husband. Even when you look at her husband, I don't know, her old husband. I don't know. The whole situation was a little interesting. Yeah. I see my guy Derry said I liked her thicker. I don't know. And again, I like I like, you know what I'm saying, you know, a little thicker, you know what I'm saying? But she um I think she looks better do now. You know what I'm saying? But there are some people that hold more weight very well. I ain't think she was really one of them. <laughs> I ain't think she was really one of them. So, yeah, but yeah, she, how she, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Adele Fire. But yeah, that radar never went off with me. Crazy thing is, you know, I think white men have that radar as well. I think white men know, like, when they see, like, a white chick that dates black dudes, I think they know. My wife, she doesn't get hit on by white guys. Gets, like, And I'm talking about, like, you know, obviously with me not around, my wife, she's just out on, on her own, doing her own thing. She gets hit on by brothers all the time, but white dudes don't hit on her. So I don't know. I think maybe they have that radar too. Like I ain't messing. I ain't wasting my time with that chick. Yeah. So uh, appreciate everybody's in here, man. I just want to come on. We're gonna be on for about an hour, and uh, just this is y'all day, man. So anything that y'all want to talk about, anything that y'all got going on, if you want to promote anything. If you want to talk about 49ers, if you want to talk about <laughs> fire Kyle Shanahan, we don't hear that anymore. Uh, but uh, anything that y'all want to come on here and discuss, feel free. Come on, chop it up. Whatever's on your mind. Uh, you know, obviously we want to do, you know, mental wellness check, check on all the folks that are in here. I don't, I assume we're not going to have as many listeners as we usually do or people watching, but um, yeah, whatever's on your mind, man, come on, talk about it. If you're in good spirits, good headspace, you know, you had, um, 
Everson, Everson Griffin, it looked like he had kind of a mental uh, episode going on there. And, you know, sometimes they go through those things and sometimes they don't have people to talk to. So, you know, the people that are in here right now, looks like there's about 30 of y'all in here. Y'all, you know, everybody's consistent. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we're used to having about, what, 200, 250 people in here. So we'll see how many people end up trickling in here. But, uh, yeah, man, putting that in the chat now. Here we go. See, see, there is, I don't know, some white girls, some, some white girls just look like they don't mess with white guys. I wonder if that's what my wife, if the vibe she gives off, because they don't, they don't talk to her. But black dudes, all the time, all the time. And it's not like my wife's not attractive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? So, oh, no, that's wild. There's like a little radar. There's a little radar that goes off. Came for 49ers content. You guys are talking about Adele. Hello, I like it. <laughs> uh, the, the, Adele, the Adele conversation started because my wife, she's in there. She's cooking and she's listening to the new Adele al album. All right, so here we go. First up, got my guy Darius. Again, you know, just loose conversation today. Y'all come on. Talk about whatever it is that you want to come on with. Uh, talk about whether it's the 49ers, whether it's, uh, you know, NFL games that are on today. Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky. We'll get into that. Uh, Manscaped, promo code Crocky. We'll get into that. But, you know, Adele, Dayton, brothers, <laughs> whatever it is y'all want to listen to. But we got Darius up. What's good, bro? What's happening, man? Happy Thanksgiving, man. Oh, man. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. Hey, I got to are you are you a big turkey person? Actually, I'm not. Nah, it's a little too dry. I don't want to be, unless it's like one of them. I, I tried the fried turkey. That's That was different. Okay, so I'm right there with you. I actually tweeted that out yesterday. Like, I had a fried turkey, loved it. The crazy thing I think I hear most people, when I say I don't like turkey, most people say, well, the, the person that's cooking is not cooking it right. But I'm going I'm to keep you the buck. I got real cooks in my family, real cooks. Right. So, like, when they, whatever it is that they cook, like, like, I know they're not cooking the turkey wrong. It's just not my, it's just not my thing. Like, if I got Come a ham sitting there. And I got a turkey sitting there. I'm going with the ham 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> you know, it's about texture. It's about just like, for me at least, you know what I mean? Turkey, no matter who's who makes it, it's like that meat. I just, me and turkey just don't get along. I don't care what it is. Turkey hot dog, turkey burger. Nah. <laughs> but no. yeah, the, the, the fried, you know, today. fried, I had a... I had a fried, I had a, uh, I had a, uh, you know, I'm out here in Arkansas. One of my uh, folks out here, one of the kids I trained, his dad, uh, he fried me a turkey, dropped that thing in there, whole turkey fried. And I was like, ooh, like, now this is fire. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, okay, hold on, hold on. I don't want to say fire, but it was like, it was, it was, it was good. Like, okay, like this is, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. still, if I had to choose between the two, I'm still probably taking a ham, but it was, it was like legit though, as compared to what yeah, I used to eat with, with, with turkey. And again, like I said, I got, I got, I know my folks can cook. I know my folks can like really cook and it's still, it just never really been my thing. <laughs> but, uh, so what, what you got going on today, man? What you looking forward to? What, what, what you want to talk about? Uh, What I'm really looking forward to is this Dallas game, man. I really see me and my cousin, we made a bet before the league, before the uh, season started. Niners would have a better record than Dallas. I did not know Dallas was going to come out like that, man. I always thought they would, you know, 
they always look good on paper, and they somehow the ass just fall up, fall out the bottom, man. But they holding it together. But hopefully the Raiders, man, they they pull an upset for me because um so far the Chiefs did. I was I'm banking on the Cardinals to to, to beat their ass, but um Carolina let me down when they played Dallas. So right now it was the Chiefs, and now I need the Raiders. So hopefully they get it done today, but. I'm not too much banging on it, not without rugs. Uh, right. I'm thinking about our game, though. Honestly, bro. Honestly, man. Um, what I'm not hearing, and what I feel like is important, bro, is you know the Niners. We've been enjoying these comfortable leads for the past two weeks, and we're getting out to early starts, and that's all good and dandy. But I remember the past five losses when we was going into halftime struggling you know what i'm saying and i feel like the vikings are going to put that pressure on us and yeah. it's about how kyle will he stick to the game plan like because they're going to load the box up and they're going to try their best to stop the run everybody knows we're trying to run they know it from two years ago in the playoffs we want to run on them so it's like when they load that box and they take away the middle from jimmy because they played us enough time to know that it's like, then what? Like, are you going to abandon ship? Are you going to try to do these weird plays that, you know, like that's that's not us? You know what I mean? You're going to go, are you going to drop back 40 times from the shotgun and try to throw or? And I don't know. I just don't think that it's going to be as easy as everybody seen, thinks. Right. No, definitely not going to be as easy as everybody thinks. And I get you there. And I'm going to get you off, Darius, and get the next caller on. But I'm yeah. still going to answer your question. I appreciate you coming on, bro. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, yeah. Um, I definitely don't think it's going to be as, you know. And I don't think everybody's taking the Vikings lightly, right? Because I think there are a lot of people that are going with the Vikings on this. And obviously, 49er fans will ride with the Niners on this. And it's a, definitely a game. 49ers can't win. You're at home. you got to win it, right? As far as the last two weeks, now here, here's my pushback on some of the thinking that's out there. I think because the way the 49ers have won these past couple of weeks, people think that, that that's the only way that the 49ers can win a football game. Whereas like, hey, they, they got to win by, uh, the, you know, got to run the ball 40 times. They got to do this. They got to play mistake free. But it's like, no, I, I've seen the 49ers win other ways. Now, again, this year it hasn't happened how we would like, but in recent years, and I think they're doing it for Jimmy Garoppolo as well. Like, no, this is the this is the only way that Jimmy Garoppolo can win games if the 49ers play like this. It's like, no, I've seen Jimmy win other ways. Now, again, is it is that how they ideally want to win with Jimmy Garoppolo? Probably not. But he can win different ways. We've seen him do it plenty of times throughout his time with the San Francisco 49ers. So, again... I, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because of how those two wins in the previous two weeks look. But I do think there's other ways the 49ers can win this game. I don't I don't think that it has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, 49ers can't win. I wouldn't say that. All right, but I got the next person coming on. I hope I don't butcher your name. All right. Car Karthik Ma Madu. Karthik Madu. Did I say that right? Yeah, you said that right. You're all good. Oh, okay. Appreciate it, man. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? First time caller on the show. Oh, awesome. H have you been listening for a while? Yep. How how old are you? Uh, 15. 15. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. From New Jersey. 
Pause. Jersey. We're at New Jersey. Because, I, you know, I, I lived in, uh, when I was with the New York Jets, I lived in uh, Florham Park. Or I actually, we were, I lived in Morristown. But, you know, Florham Park, Morristown is right next to each other. Morris, Florham Park is where Jets' facility is. But uh, where, where, oh, where cool. do you stay? Yeah, we live in Robbinsville. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to come on here and talk about, like, the keys to winning this um, game and, like, some things that can help us out to, like, um, just win this game. All right. What I are you think, thinking? I think, like, um, on the defensive side, our corners, they need to – we need to play press, like, mm-hmm. man up front um, against Jefferson mainly. And we need to lock him down because um, Kirk Cousins, he can throw deep. And Kyle knows that. Unlike Jimmy, he – I think he only has two deep shots this season, but he hit them. So we need to worry about Cousins to Jefferson. They can take the explosive – plays and we need to avoid that and also in the red zone I think Thielen is Kirk Cousins top target I think we should put Warner on him because Warner he's a big guy two, two, 240 he can he can man up with Thielen in the red zone and he can he can get an interception because Thielen is is Cousins top target in the red zone and really need to work on that red zone defense so I think Warner will be good because he's great against the pass so I think that's that's good, and also Greenlaw's coming back, so that's that's great too for a defense. Yeah, definitely. The, Go ahead. And on the offensive side, I think run the ball. You need to stick to what what is working. Even though they know we're gonna run the ball, we need to run the ball. Kyle thinks that if Kyle thinks that um if they know we're gonna run the ball, we need to pass to make it un- unpredictable. But even if you guys, even if they pass, the defense still can man up to it and still figure out your game plan. But if you run and stick to what is working, things will work out for this team. But I think Kyle just needs to stick to his plan, believe in his plan, and just keep running the ball down their throats. Yeah, and obviously, you know, that, that's that been the success. That's been the most successful uh, formula for the 49ers this, this year, especially in the last two weeks, sticking with the run, right? Like, even if it's not picking up big chunk yardage, which over the last couple of weeks, it, it hasn't. And I almost felt bad for – Elijah Mitchell against the Rams because I'm like, dang, they're running him into a brick wall consistently, right? And last week, I think they did some of the same where no matter how many yards is picking up, setting your offense up in short situation, right? Short short yardage situation, manageable third downs. I think that's one of the main things that and, – and I obviously the 49ers, but I think anybody, like most teams, that's how they want to play, right? Uh, manageable uh, short yardage situations. But I think even more so the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo because – that's clearly a strength of his. You know, there are some teams that, you know, throw outside the numbers extremely well or, you know, deep comebacks, curls. I, I can't remember the last time I just watched the 49ers receivers run a 10-yard stop and Jimmy just throw the ball to him. So, you know, those are things I think Jimmy more so, his strength uh, and how the 49ers have to win, I think it does have to be kind of more short yardage situations. So I, I agree. Exactly. And the Vikings, they have a good defense who middle their linebackers, Michael Kendricks and – Anthony Barr, they're big guys. They're really big guys. They can Mitchell's coming back. He needs to he's a small guy, so he needs to find those holes. He needs to shoot those holes quick before those linebackers can come up come up and make those tackles. And I'm pretty sure like the Vikings aren't isn't their defensive line like really like um I think some of them are out for this game. Yeah. Like Griffin, Robin. Losing some guys. I think Everson Griffin and uh 
Daniel Hunter, I think both of those guys are out. And I think they're missing like one or two guys in the middle as well. Exactly. So that makes that makes it even more of a reason to stick to the run. Right. Instead of passing it, we can avoid the picks. They got really good corners also. And, yep, that's basically what I wanted to come on here and say. Great. Thank you for having me on the show, man. Subscribe. Like, All right. Subscribe happy Thanksgiving. Yep, you too. Thank you. All right. That's what's up. Like the, like the insight from the youngsters. Pretty cool uh, getting young guys, you know, that invested, that interested in sports. Because I talk about it like with my son. My son, he loves he loves sports, loves basketball, loves football. Like he'll go out there. He'll play all day if he can, right? And he's 14 years old. He'll go out there. We got a basketball court in the front. Uh, if some of his homies are over or like yesterday, I took them. I took him. They were all playing seven. Like he'll play football, basketball all day. But I cannot get my son to sit down and watch sports. Like it, it is crazy to me. 49ers could be on prime time. He's a 49er fan and he's a Warrior fan. But I can't tell you the last time he watched a full Warrior or Laker. I mean Warrior or Laker, Warrior or 49er game. He just doesn't. And it's a lot of the kids in this generation that I think they're like a lot of their, their attention spans are really short. So they can't just sit and just okay. I'm just gonna sit and watch a game. It's like they gotta get they gotta move around. They gotta get on their phone. They gotta pull up Instagram and stuff like that. So to hear our guy uh, Karthik listen, uh, you know, call in and our guy like a man, the dream call in and, you know, be invested in, in a team and, and watch it as much as they do. That's it's refreshing to me, but here we go. I got another person coming on a 49er content creator himself. I tried to get him on yesterday. He, he told me yesterday he wanted to come on. And then when I sent the link, he's like, oh, I can't come on. <laughs> All right, here we go. My guy, Wayne Breezy, man. What's good with you, fam? What's going on? Happy Thanksgiving to you and the family, brother. Yeah, man. Happy. So I, I saw that you got on your wife about something. Yo, hey, do you want it was so funny, right? So um, the reason why I couldn't come on yesterday was because the mechanic had called, and he was like, yo, I need $700, and I, and I just lost it. Like, I, I didn't want to do nothing after that. So that's why I didn't end up coming on the show. I was like, dude, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get seven hundred out the, you know, underneath the mattress or whatever. But anyway, yeah. took care of that. But so my wife, uh, we were, I was gonna make collard greens. I've never made collard greens before, but I, you know, my moms or grandmas or whatever they make them all the time. So I was like, I want to do it, mom. So my mom's like, all right, you gotta get your ham hocks. You know, you gotta get this, you gotta get that. I'm like, all right, cool. So my wife was like, hey, babe, do you need me to pick up anything from the store while I'm out? So like, yeah, give me some ham hocks. And she was like. Well, what the hell is a ham hock? <laughs> I was like, it's a pig. <laughs> like, it's, it's the part that make the flavor flavorful. It's like it's like it's like a a better piece of. It's not better than bacon, but it gives it that flavor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so your collard greens can have that flavor. And I think some, my mom throws the bacon in there too. A little and bit the bacon, bro, yeah. and bacon grease, bro. Like, listen, yeah. Our, our Thanksgiving is the one time you just don't hold out. You eat all the calories. You add all the extra stuff. It goes in there. It's one day a year. You do it. You go all out, bro. You go all yeah. out for Thanksgiving, man. Oh. Yeah. My wife is in there going all out right now. So uh, I, you should, I can't wait to sit down and watch the football. You know, the crazy thing is, What's so that? I have Dish. That's what, that's my. Yep. The internet. Gotcha. Service, or yep. service or whatever, right? Dish. That's my service. For whatever reason, uh, Teg, Tegna or whatever. I don't know mm -hmm. what happened. There's some kind of power struggle. They took away CBS. So we just don't have. CBS at all. It's just not a station, that's which is crazy. crazy, right? That's crazy. So that's, that's an American any classic. game, any game that's live and on CBS, like I can't watch it, whether it's them. A lot of the SEC games come on there. Can't watch right. it. Now, 
I have a gym that's on our property. So sometimes I'll go down there and we actually have direct TV in there. So sometimes I'll, I'll go over there and just watch a game that's on CBS, but yeah, man, we ain't, we ain't got it, man. And I'm, I'm pretty upset by that. But anyways, that, 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 so you're going to miss one third of the content today. Like you I'm going to watch it, but I probably have to like, I know from my laptop or something, yep. you know what I'm saying? No something, stu something stupid, something inconvenient. Already understand. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. What's going on? So listen, man, I, I know we're going to talk. I want to talk a little 49ers, but I got to ask you this, man. You know, I'm a Michigan fan. Does Do my Wolverines have any chance of beating Peachy's Ohio State Buckeyes? Now, before you, I just want to put this out there. The Buckeyes got a, a high point offense, but Michigan got a defense. And so what's going to happen in Ann Arbor from the eyes of the crop? I think over recent years, when we've seen this matchup, it's pretty much been kind of similar, right? Michigan, Michigan has a good stout defense and, you know, they, they, they haven't changed it. any of their philosophies with their offense. They want to, it's almost like the 49ers all over again. Bam. <clears throat> when they play against Ohio state, I think there's just a talent gap in Ohio state, no matter what, just, they just throttle them. And if you look at Ohio state right now, they got three receivers over a thousand yards. You got Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who's, going to be first-round picks most likely. And their third receiver, I think he's like a true sophomore, he actually leads the team, and nobody talks about guards. him. Yep. Smith, uh, whatever, you know, however you say his last name. So Jackson Jackson Smith something. He leads their team in in receiving, receiving yards, which is yep. crazy. Their quarterback is hot right now, C.J. Stroud. Shout out to California. You know what I'm saying? A, a California quarterback there, right there, red shirt freshman. He's throwing the ball all around. So I, I don't... This is not a game. If I were a Michigan fan, that I would be excited to watch. I know. Uh, I mean, I'd be excited, but I wouldn't be very optimistic. And if Michigan happens to pull it out, awesome. But history shows they've been in this situation before. Right. Good on good. Michigan, good defense. Ohio State potent offense, and now Ohio State potent offense. I think uh, there might just be too much of a talent gap when it comes to that side of the ball because they've been kicking Michigan's ass. Oh, they've been doing it for the past decade, yo. And it's crazy, man. It's like, why can't Michigan recruit talent? And I get it. They want to go to Ohio State because they win every year. Nah, you know what? So, no, I asked this question because Ohio State just put it on Michigan State, right? Right. I mean, put it on them. It was 42-0 at halftime. At halftime. <laughs> uh, CJ Stroud had like six touchdowns, like almost 500 yards going into halftime. And, I'm, and, and, and Michigan State had zero. And I'm like, how, how does that happen? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, is it coaching? Is it recruiting? Like, how does it happen? And not to, you know, I ain't no snitch, but basically what someone told me was it comes down to money, bro. It comes down to money and what certain organ, what certain programs are willing to do. Oh. You know, certain, certain, some, some programs are more willing to, you know, bend the rules a little bit. And that's why you see like, yeah, Michigan State is good. That's why Alabama State top. That's why you see some of the teams that are at, consistently at the top. They're just always going to be there. And that's why coaches are trying to get those SEC jobs because now I have more opportunity to, you know, the level, they're playing for this level between the big top dogs there. Because listen, SEC, like, bro, I, I, I live here. I live in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. They love their football and they'll do anything mm -hmm. and everything. And football is Bible. Football is church. <laughs> you know, you got gotcha. church. You got church and you got football out here, and, and there's no in between. And in some of these other places, you got all these other things that people are interested in doing. Out here, it's church, football, hunting. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Nothing else. Nothing got else. You. So when you look at 
you know, some of these other programs, like, like they're just never going to have a chance. So some of these programs have really good coaching. I think Harbaugh is a good coach. Yeah. Um, you got, uh, who's over there? Minnesota, PJ Fleck. Yep. Good coach. Good yep. coach. Penn, Penn State, State coach. Yeah. Michigan Frank, State. Good coach. But yep. it is never going to matter. It's never going to matter. I got and you. They, they could be as good, but if the, if the organ, if those universities are, we're going to go about things the right way. And we're just going to, you know, develop guys. And that's cool. You're going to have some NFL talent, but you ain't going to beat some of these other teams that are consistently over and over and over. It, it, it's always going to be like that. Now, some of these teams might have a down year. You see Clemson, but they ain't, they ain't going to stay down. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? And right. some of these other programs might have a good year. Like they might have a good year and they could might maybe sneak up on an Alabama and beat them, but it's not going to be consistent because they're not playing on the same, uh, level playing field so that's kind of my spill on that do you think cincinnati at four is getting sniped like they have they're undefeated bro they are undefeated uh they're not playing against the same level of competition week in week out they do have the good uh no they beat Notre Dame. that was a good that was a good win and they got some good players man don't don't get it twisted cincinnati they got some good players their corners with a a mod uh sauce gardner yeah they got sauce gardner they got kobe bryant uh, they got two good safeties, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. You got Desmond Ritter. He's playing really good football. They got Alec Pierce at receiver. Like, oh, they, they got tight. some guys. But when they, it's the level it's of gonna, competition. It's going to be tough when they play against <laughs> the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Now, again, all they need is a chance. And they they, they might, they, they might, you know what I'm saying? Okay, maybe, maybe it's just our year. But it ain't going to be anything that's consistent. And it's going to be even, it's still going to be tough this year. I feel you, bro. All right, just real quick, because I can get off here. I know you got other people on here. I do want to send a shout-out to that kid that was on here, yo. He brought us some good points. He talked about press man. I don't know if I want our corners pressing a Justin Jefferson and then getting lost in the sauce, and then next thing you know, he's yeah. down the field, and then the safety misreads the play, and the next thing you know, it's a big game. I, how do you feel about the press man? That's That's the question I wanted to ask. I, I would actually press it's it's actually tougher to play guys in space, especially okay. guys that are like, you know, shiftier, uh, a little bit, you know, better in and out of their breaks, especially if the quarterback's timing is right. And when you look at uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, he wants to he's kind of like Jimmy, he wants to play in timing and rhythm most of the time. Yeah. So I think playing off and understanding how his guys run routes, he's gonna put the ball on them right now. So I would actually press to try to disrupt some of the timing. And at least make it to where if they throw it, it's a tight window throw. And I have an opportunity to make a play on it right there. So I would actually lean more towards that way and kind of see if I could do some robber stuff, some safety stuff, keep uh, too high. But I would more likely like to play things from the line of scrimmage. Now, would they do it? I don't know. But, you know, 49ers have – they'll they'll play press. I think they're kind of 50-50 with their press alignment and playing off. We'll see what Demeco Ryan thinks is the best way to go about it. I actually think his guys are better press men, anyways. When you they have, are. when you have Norman Josh and Norman Mosley. and you and, have Mosley, yeah. they are better at the line of scrimmage. So that's, that's just, just kind of my opinion. No, I, I totally feel that. That's just not a style. Matter of fact, when we had a Keller Witherspoon, I thought he was better in press man as well. But they made him back up, play underneath, played zone. It, it was just weird. So you saw him yeah. kind of get worked a lot, and you're seeing Norman give up the eight yards, the, the underneath routes all the time. And it's just not his game. He wants to get physical, but he's not getting as many penalties as of right. the past few games. So uh, I definitely think they should they should stick to running the ball if they can. Uh, but I would like to see more screens. I would like to see running back screens 
tight end screen. I, I would like to see if Kyle Shanahan is going to try to change up some stuff a little bit just to fabricate the run, to make it a little bit different. Three weeks in a row with Debo, do you think that's going to be good? Um, do you think they're going to pick up on that? The linebackers, I thought it was interesting that Jimmy and his presser talked about their linebackers. Like that should say that Jimmy's weakness is the linebackers. He's already, he's already thinking about it. He's already, <laughs> he's already thinking, man. But, bro, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I just want to give a quick shout-out to my uh, Nitty Gritty Niners crew, man. Guys, follow me, Wayne Breezy channel. You can watch more 49ers content. Croc, keep doing what you do. Love you, brother. Stay up, stay faithful. Peace. Appreciate you, my dog. All right, that's what's up. Make sure you, uh, you know, go check out my guy, the Nitty Gritty. He got his own thing, got his YouTube channel and everything like that. Some good content creators over there. Got my guy Abel right here. You know, I always talk about my dog Abel, my childhood, one of my best friends. Uh, he's my brother. He said, happy Thanksgiving to you and the family. Happy anniversary to you and Stevie. Invites coming for the wedding. Let's go. I'm coming. Now, I don't know if Stevie coming. I'm coming. So you let me know when I got to be there, bro. And I've been waiting to turn up at one of y'all weddings. I've been waiting on Jeremiah. I've been waiting on Dana. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I ain't get those weddings yet, but your wedding, I'm there, bro. Love you, big dog. Love you. I'll be there. <laughs> Here we go. Looking at, oh, I got, I got, so I got another 49er content creator on right now. This is awesome. And I see some of the comments about the, the, you know, the balance of money. And I'm hoping, and I'm talking about college football here. Good question by Richard. Do you think the NIL will balance that out? I, I do think. The NIL would help. It would definitely help. How much? Because even then, where football is more important, which is in the South, and, and programs like Ohio State, Clemson, even, even with the NIL, guys are going to just be getting hooked up with some sweet deals. Now, we saw how the NIL helped the quarterback uh, King from Miami, but if it's just one player... You know, if you're one of these programs that's consistently getting these four or five-star athletes and on top of that, they're getting their NIL stuff and you got the donors or the uh, boosters or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Big big money, big money moving around in the South. So in Ohio State as well. So that's what teams are kind of up against. So the NIL, I think it can help some programs. It can help like a, a Michigan. I still don't know if it's going to help like the West Coast. West Coast might be done, bro. Pac-12, they might be done. I don't know. Now, Oregon's been able to help, but West Coast, man, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. You're, you, to, I don't know if we'll ever see, and I don't want to say ever. They'll have to figure it out. But the, I don't know if we'll, when's the next time we'll see like a, a Pac-12 team just be consistently good. And when I say consistently good, because we got Oregon, but Oregon ain't won nothing, right? I think they, they did that one year with Chip. Did they win a national title with Chip? Nope, they got ran out the building by Ohio State. So that they were good during that time. I mean, being like a, a legit top three program, I don't know if we'll see a Pac-12 team do that. Because football, again, I talk about it. And it took me to come out here and see it here and how they love it. How to, it's just different. And if it's like that with Arkansas Razorbacks, a team that, a team that is, you know, kind of whatever. You know, Arkansas is like, you know, whatever. They're in the SEC, hard for them to compete. If you play Arkansas in the Pac-12, they kick Pac-12's ass. They could. They now they can't kick SEC schools' ass consistently, but Pac-12 they kick their ass. But anyways, I got another content creator, my guy Mose. What's good, bro? 
Oh, hold on. Let me unmute you. Oh, you got to unmute yourself. How you been, Croc? Oh, man, I'm chilling. How you doing, bro? I'm good, man. I'm just out here on the grill cooking it up for the fam. Got some ribs on the grill. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let me open that up. Okay. <laughs> Let got me the see. ribs okay. in there, four slabs. Got them smoking up real good. You know what I mean? Are, are you cooking turkey? My grandma did. So I had to go to my mom's house to drop off a table and some chairs. That's where we're going. We're going to my mom's house. So my okay. grandma, she cooks the turkey every year. So, okay. so that's why I can understand when people say, like, you ain't had the right person cook it. Cause and I and I understand you got cookers in your family, but when my grandma makes turkey, bro, it's never dry. Even the white meat, never dry. And then she takes the drippings from that turkey, and then she makes her own homemade gravy that you pour on top of that. Listen, how you think I got this big, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for I'm real. Brilliant. Growing growing up, it was just me and my mom, yeah. and you know times was hard. You know she's single mom by herself. I was skinny. We moved over to Jersey with my grandma. I'm coming home to school from school every day to fried chicken, pork chops, baked macaroni. I'm coming home to this every day, bro. Yeah. I was at, when I was younger, I was just size. I was a DB. I moved with my grandma and I turned into a defensive tackle. You feel? <laughs> That's yeah, how I grandma got this big. Grandma's been cooking and she's yeah. still cooking. I went over there yesterday. The, the turkey's done. The collard greens is done. So we getting ready to have a good time. I'm cooking up these ribs, take them over there, enjoy with the family. So happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to your family. Uh, I heard somebody say uh, happy anniversary. I love that. Me and my wife been together 12 years. Next June will be 13. So I love seeing couples married, staying together, happy. Uh, Breezy was just on here. His wife just had a birthday. Happy birthday to her. I love it, man. I love it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my wife, we've been married six years now. So we've been together, what, nine years, married eight, uh, married six. So just had our anniversary on the 23rd, so a couple of days ago. That's what's yeah. up, bro. That's what's up. Congratulations. Many, many more years Someone, someone asked, uh, where, where your grandma lives? Sounds like a real meal over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we in Jersey, too. So I'm in the, uh, the south part of Jersey. I'm in Morristown. So by, like, Cherry Hill. Yeah, no, I know, so that's where I live. Morristown, like M O O R E S, or Morris, M O R R I S. Oh, Morris. Yeah. So there's a there's a Morris, which is north, and there's a Morristown, which is south. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I was north. I was kind of near, you know, next to Florham Park. Yeah, yeah, next to Florham Park, Netherlands, all up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking Niners, man. Um, I don't want to take up too much time. Um, I actually like what uh the young kid said about you know, running the ball. And I, I thought it was me. I, I, I can, uh, I can completely agree with you on our sons not wanting to watch sports. My son will be 12 and he always, you know, talking about sports and wanting to play. And his mom is always yelling at him. Why don't you sit next to your dad while he's watching the games? You don't ever want to sit and watch the games with your dad. And I, I want him to like, you can come down, come on down, but he don't want to, I, I, I guess it is this generation that don't want to watch sports. But going off of that and speaking on the defensive line, they do all four of their starters are out. The Neil Hunter's on IR. Uh, don't want to speak on the, the Griffin situation. I do hope he's getting the help that he needs because did you see the video? That was crazy. Yeah, he was over there tripping. Yeah, man. So I hope he gets the help that he needs. Yeah. Both their defensive tackles, Dalvin Thomas and M, uh, Michael Pierce, are out. 
So it would be advantageous for us to run the ball, right? But my thing is, with Kyle Shanahan's track record, if he knows that they can't get any pressure up front, what are the chances that he overthinks it and doesn't run the ball enough because he feels comfortable with the pass game? You know, I, I think with how it's been going over the last couple of weeks where he has forced the run. Like, it's not like, I don't think he's going to overthink this. I think he's going to look at it like, dude, I've ran the ball 86 times over the last couple of weeks. Now, maybe six of those are nailed down. So we'll say 80 times, right? He's ran the ball 80 times over the last two weeks. That's, to me, tells me he's making a conscious effort to do that. Regardless of if he wants to throw the ball, whatever, it's like, nah, man, we're going to run the ball 40 times. So, that might just be his mindset. Now, again, what you want to do and how the game plays out, you know, because you have to be able to keep drives going to be able to run the ball that much. But I think ultimately, ideally, and I said it earlier, teams want the short yardage situations on third down. And I think for him, it's really vital that he continues to put Jimmy Garoppolo in that type of situation. So as long as he could do that and, and he could pick up those short uh, yardage situations, He's going to run the hell out that ball. I, I don't think he's just going to overthink it and really get away from it, uh, especially if, as long as the 49ers are more the ball. Now, we also got to look at what the first play last last week against Jacksonville. He came out as a play action, and, and Jimmy threw that nice floater to George Kittle over the top. So, you know, clearly, he you know, he wants to kind of keep teams honest, but he's for sure going to run that ball. He's going to run the ball, and I don't think he's going to overthink it. All right, let's hope not, man. We need to get another W. We, that was two games in a row where we played 60 minutes of football. I just want us to continue to doing that throughout the rest of the season. As long as we play 60 minutes of football, we'll be in every game and we'll have a chance to win it. If not, have a comfortable lead, you know, going late into the fourth quarter where all we got to do is get some stops on defense. But I uh, appreciate you for letting me on. Again, happy Thanksgiving. Much love to you on the fam. And I'll catch you on the flip side. All right, big dog. Appreciate you. Peace. My guy Mose, got my guy Chris waiting in the wings. He backstage real quick. I want to answer this uh, super chat here. Happy Happy Turkey Day! There we go. Let's go. I'm in Canada. Ours was last month. I hope you as a family stay blessed. I appreciate it, my dog. Symmetry Seven. Let's go. So you know these are things we all think about, right? Because I haven't even been out the country. I've never been to Canada. I actually have multiple uh, contract offers to go play in Canada. First time can go because I have back child support. If you got back child support and it gets over two thousand dollars. They won't give you a passport. They wouldn't give me one. <laughs> they wouldn't give me a passport. But even when I got it back down, uh, by the time that happened, I was playing with San Jose Sabercats, and they were paying me like I was playing in the CFL. So I just never ended up going to Canada. But, uh, yeah, man, that's what's up. It, and, you know, when you're here in the United States, you don't think about how other countries have a found, you know, a Founders Day. So that was something I never even thought about. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Canada has Thanksgiving on a different day or something, you know. We just get so accustomed to how we do things here in the United States. But uh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I appreciate the appreciate the contribution. I'll leave that up for a while. I got my guy, Chris Roscoe, is coming on right now. And I put it in the chat real quick, real quick. If you haven't already, Underdog Fantasy, download the app, Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. Promo code Crocky. We'll go over some over and unders. And we did this last week where you guys picked a lot of my stuff. Uh, we'll do that again today where you guys will pick what I do and, and, you know, I'll put the link in the chat or whatever, if you guys want to get into all that betting and stuff like that. But, uh, um, and we're going to do the 49ers Vikings game. That's the game we're going to do. Maybe you guys can help me with some bets today, but underdog fantasy, make sure you guys, uh, download the app promo code Crocky. Also got Manscaped. All right. Manscaped right now they're having black Friday sale. 
So make sure you guys tune into that. 25% off right now, the entire website. All right. And you're going to use promo code Crocky because that's going to let them know where you came from. You guys came from the 49ers morning show at my network. All right. So promo code Crocky on Manscaped, manscaped.com. 25% off right now. And if you don't get in this week, just know next week as well, they still give you 20% off using my promo code. So go to Manscaped right now. You know, get right. And I've been saying it. Don't be walking around crazy. Get sexy for your lady. All right. Promo code Crocky. Let's go. Let's go. Get that discount. But Chris, what's good with you, man? Croc, I had to come on here because you the disrespect. The disrespect. The, I know the disrespect. I, oh the my god. I know it's coming. Oh my god! Once I Matter saw fact, you pop up, I knew exactly no, what this was. No, about. no, no, no. Oh, I'm gonna get on you. You know? Okay. Arkansas, Arkansas would beat any team, and they would run the pack tour. They couldn't even beat San Jose State in 2019. That was an accident. No, that was not an accident. They got whooped. Matter of <laughs> fact, their out of conference record is not even that great. They lost to some really trash teams. Out of conference, they lost to Colorado State too. How about that? Talk about beating the Pac-12 team. They, they, they run to the Pac-12. They, bruh, they bruh. like now. now wait, 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 hold, on, hold on. You can't beat San Jose State. You can't beat Colorado State. San Jose State was good that year. In twenty, well, wait. In 20, <laughs> they were undefeated. <laughs> playing crack. <laughs> playing crack. Okay, so hey. maybe Arkansas was a bad example. Yeah, yeah, that's a very don't don't oh man the disrespect. Look, look, we have this argument all the time. So <laughs> that's how you knew I was gonna come on. Listen, oh yeah. The Pac-12, Washington, Washington State, Arizona, Arizona State, uh, Oregon. Actually, Oregon State is not that bad. Utah is no, not that bad, but the rest of those teams are just complete trash garbage. Why? Let me, and they were trash garbage when USC was really good. Uh, l- let me say this. It, it all it takes is a good coach. All it takes is a good coach, and it's no, 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 hey, Croc, not enough. Stop. Wait, wait, you okay? Wait, hold on. USC was down bad in the nineties. You remember that? Yeah. Okay, USC was down bad in the nineties, and they lucked into Pete Carroll. And what did he do? He changed that around. It only takes a little bit of winning. They're going to still get good recruits, but. It no. only takes what, what was what, Pete Carroll doing? Why'd they have the sanctions? The whole Reggie Bush scandal, that, and that had nothing to do it's with not money. Just Reggie Bush, you think it just stopped with Reggie Bush? Hey, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Re- Reggie Bush was getting money from an agent because the agent wanted him to sign. That's the only issue. You, you have never seen any other issue that was brought up with Pete Carroll. Okay, listen. The things that was going on with Reggie Bush, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other things. Why you think uh, Pete Carroll got the hell up out of there, right? It was not just Reggie Bush. Trust me. No, no, so no. Whatever uh, was going uh, on with Reggie uh, oh, Bush. Oh, oh. Uh, whatever was let me, going let me talk on about with Pete Reggie Carroll. Bush and the rest of that team, right? That's what's going on every year in the SEC. Let, and that let makes me tell, it tough. How do you compete let, with let that me, and me, Ohio let me, State? Let me, let, me tell you, let me tell you what happened with uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll always wanted to prove himself. He wanted to get back to the NFL. He never thought he had a fair shot at the NFL, and he wanted to go back when the time was right, when he had full control. And he got to pick his GM. He got to, uh, and he got, you know, pretty much full control at Seattle. So that's why he left. And look at him, won a Super Bowl there because he's a good what? He's a good coach, bro. Croc, I promise you. That's why I told you. Wait, wait. That's why I called you and told you that I admitted you was right. I said, Croc, you was right. Deion Sanders would be perfect for this right. because he would rebuild that culture and 
and get the recruits in there. And I mean, he's a good coach too. And they would win, bro. All USC needs is that coach that can bring back the recruits, California recruits, because you see all these Ole Miss, California quarterback, Clemson, California quarterback, Bama, California quarterback, Ohio State, California quarterback. Am I missing anybody? It's it's probably one more out there that I miss. Oh, Georgia, J T. Daniels. If he didn't get hurt, he'd have been still starting. California quarterback. This is this is crazy. I promise you, bro. People are not. USC had a bunch of stars this year, right? We had a bunch of recruits, five stars. Mikael Williams. Uh, we we, uh, Damani Jackson, Listen, Devin Brown. I hear you. I well, hear hold you. on. At the end all, of the day, this is what it comes all, down to. They read all this. decommitted because we started losing. Read, read this. This is what it comes down to. Hold on. Read this right here. The pack, yes, the pack, the pack ten, <laughs> the pack ten sucked. The pack ten sucked. The pack ten sucked. Okay, but, but, but hold on, but 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 again, we're talking about USC. USC was the one that was keeping the Pac-12 afloat. Them in Oregon, USC for the longest kept the Pac-12, uh, kept the Pac-12 respectable. Matter of fact, in 2008, the Pac-12 went undefeated in the bowl challenge, beat SEC teams, beat all these other teams. Come on, stop playing me. And Cal actually was, you know, keeping the Pac-12 afloat until, I don't know, they just started being trash. But we're only talking about USC. Nobody cares about any other teams in the Pac-12 but USC. My guy said, can the, can the 49ers hire you to defend the team? No, the Niners, ooh, ooh, when, I, when the Niners suck, you know I was going in on the Niners too, so I ain't really tripping. But all I'm saying is USC just needs to hire the right coach. And I guarantee you, once the right coach is hired and they get the recruits, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. The Pac-12 will be done for – I mean, USC will be dominating the Pac-12 for years. They'll be dominating the playoffs for years. Like Pete Carroll did for, what, seven, eight years in a row. All they need is the right coach, keep the recruits in. It has nothing to do with money. I promise you that. L.A. has everything. They have every. They could be Hollywood, all of this stuff. One of the kids signed right now because he was a, uh, he wanted to be an actor and play football. So he signed with USC. We got Corey right, wants to be an actor. He gonna be like, uh, what was it Snoop Dogg's son? Remember Snoop Dogg's son went yeah. to UCLA yeah, and, then, and then stopped yeah. and he started yeah. uh, putting on makeup. No, and no, no. Pictures. What? Sierra right? Sierra right? Now his name is Sierra right? He was a top corner, bro. I promise you this. I promise you this. Crap. Re remember these words. Once USC gets the right head coach, which could be Baylor coach David Arnada, who you know got LA background, or Luke Fickle, who's doing a really good job at Cincinnati. If they get one of those coach and they get and they keep these California recruits in, that's what we got to start doing first is keep our recruits in. Even Urban Meyer said it. Let's talk about Urban. Urban Meyer said this. He said, we knew that we couldn't go to California because we knew USC had that on lock. Once, once that whole Pete Carroll stuff came and then you hire somebody like Clay Trash Hilton, somebody call him Clay Ronavirus. Everything went down. <laughs> everything went down to the doo-doo drain. Wait, bro. Yeah. Everything went down to the doo-doo drain, and it was a wrap. USC was done. All I'm saying, Croc, is we just need to hire the right guys. Like I said, I even admitted you was right. I said, look, bringing Deion Sanders, this thing will change. Now, I was telling you. I was saying that, right? Deion Sanders. But Deion Sanders would also need the resources. I, we have like, the resources. He, he needs to be able to run the at USC – the same way Alabama, uh, you know, and people began snitched on on the West Coast. 
no, no, no. Find okay, out if not Reggie Bush. Okay, you I'll, can I'm snitch on. You not you you heard my guy. You heard my guy on the spaces. You're not snitching on Nick Saban. Nick Saban's God, bro. You're not snitching on him. Yeah, he, he's not, like the second highest paid person in the whole state of uh, Alabama. He's probably the I'm highest not... paid person. You're not snitching on him. You're not snitching on, on, on those other coaches in the South. But you know who you are snitching on? Pac-12 coaches. No, you're not. <laughs> okay, oh, my gosh. Listen. Look at this illegal document. Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> believe it. They, they, bro, they made a whole – listen. They made a whole Netflix series on snitching at USC. Hey, you know hey, hey, Croc, uh, you should have went into that space because about high school football, they were talking about modern day, and modern day have a little whole situation going on right now. But that was, was just with a player and stuff, and they were talking about uh, getting more people from Stockton and, and the Bay Area. <laughs> they about to get some more talent. They about to steal some more <laughs> talent. But let, let, me, let me just uh, finish off with this, bro. USC, the new, uh, the new AD, Mike Bond, he put more uh, money into the recruiting program because that was one of the biggest issues. Is like we need the resources. Well, we stole Oregon's top recruiter, then we took uh, Houston's one of their best recruiter, and we we got a bunch of more people uh, hired more people in the recruiting game. Put that team together. That's why USC was pulling in all these recruits. And I'm like, bro, we get five stars. Like we got three five stars. This is crazy. Like we coming back. We we getting all this different talent. And then USC losing to Stanford, losing Oregon, losing, <laughs> losing, losing, trash, 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 garbage, bunch of doo doo. Y'all got and beat. Y'all, y'all, y'all lost. We got Molly Watt to 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 lose three times in one game to UCLA. That 60, is... 60 points, bro. Molly Watt. We try. Oh crap. I'm not. You know, I'm not. Denied. We are garbage. What's I the Netflix even... about the USA? US, USA USC people snitching. That that What's was that? the uh, swimming team stuff. It had nothing to do with football. Uh, they what was, was they it? was cheating for they years. They was out there snitching. They, on no, everybody. They, they was they was cheating for years. It was a whole federal investigation where basically they would uh, to get kids in the school. They would make them look like swimming uh, recruits, and they would get kids into the school. These rich kids in the school. The dude was getting paid money. To falsify some documents. Oh yeah, this is a recruit. He's coming in on a swimming scholarship, and these kids would never swim. And they just, you know, at USC on for basically. Everybody got snitched on. Everybody got, you know, they were all implicated. Yeah, but, but, but okay, with the whole USC though, Reggie Bush didn't sign with that agent, and that agent ended up snitching. That's the, that's how that happened. Reggie Bush didn't sign with that agent, so that agent got low emo. Little start crying baby, and he basically tore down USC. And USC got the biggest. USC had basically got the death penalty. You see what you see what happened to SMU when they got the death penalty. That's not fair. That's not fair, bro. They 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 make an example. Would have made that guy disappear. He would have never snitched on Nick Saban. (laughs) Crack. All I'm saying is USC needs to hire the right. They get the right guy. Trust me. USC. I'm not speaking about the other Pac-12 teams. I mean, Oregon's going to be there, but I'm not speaking about the other teams. Specifically speaking about USC. If they hire the right coach, things will change. As of now, the whole conference is down. I don't even want to watch football in that conference. I have no expectations. I've lost a sense of expectations. Oh, Matt, Matt Beater. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Like That hurt. He did. Oh, wow. that, was the end of, that was the end of USC. Wow, wow, tears just dropped in my eye. Wow. Whoa. 
You can't you can't be you can't be bringing up Vince Young, bro. That's disrespectful. And no, that was not the end of USC because USC went back to a couple of uh, um, Rose Bowls, eleven and two seasons, dominating out of conference. Mm. We didn't lose an out of conference game until the year twenty. Oof, it's been a while. Well, but, I mean, besides Texas, but we didn't lose an out of conference game for like. They're not snitching on Nick Saban. That's all I know. They're not. I've been, mm, let me think about this. Yeah, they're not going to snitch on Nick Saban. They're not snitching on Dabo Sweeney. You know what I'm saying? Urban Meyer did some crazy stuff. They ain't snitching on him. Urban Meyer had murderers, and they're still not snitching on him. Well, actually, Urban Meyer, they did. The, the, the woman did snitch on Urban Meyer. Then it didn't matter, though. It went away. And no, he got suspended for a year. And then he just retired at the he didn't even just retire. Oh, he uh, definitely yeah, heart, got in trouble. Yeah, heart complications. Oh, uh, he got he got in trouble. Yeah, because this coach issues. was beating women. Oh, terrible. And at Florida, he was over here. He was about to die at Florida. Yeah, because he had a bunch of criminals. He couldn't. I, I you know what? Look, like I said, I have no expectations right now. USC is down bad. We just lost a recruit today named Devin Brown. He was a top quarterback. We just lost him today. I have zero expectations. Where's he going? He going? He going to the SEC, huh? Crock. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not going anywhere yet. He just decommitted. All they're waiting for is them to sign the head coach, and they probably will get Damani back. They probably will get Devin back. But we got to we got to hire a head coach. I'm not going to USC if I don't know who's going to be the head coach. Like, why would I? Why would I sign with y'all? And matter of fact, the signing is coming up in December. So USC needs to hurry up and hire these guys, or it's over. Like, what's that? What's that Netflix sh uh, show called? For my guy Vic, I don't know. It's just, it's about swimming. You ain't gonna want to watch it. It's, it's not swimming. about swimming. It's, it's about, about it's about a bunch it's of about white folks. USC. It's about a bunch of white program. folks, well, white folks using their privilege and then snitching on each other. Has nothing to do with no football. <laughs> don't watch it. It's a trash show. Like, what we glorifying? Trash. Trash trash because you love that, your that, USC. Wait, wait. That that show is. That show is glorifying snitching. You don't want to watch no show that glorifying snitching. We don't <laughs> we don't glorify that out here. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on bro. This is some swimming. You don't want to watch nothing about no swimming. Matter it's fact, not just swimming, to, man. No, no. It's, what you need to go do is watch this Netflix thing called Bad Sport and how Arizona was uh, Arizona basketball team players were shaving points. That's a good one. You go watch that. All right. I'll try to watch that today, too. All right, Croc. I'm out of here. Right. I have no expectations. I've lost all hope. USC is down bad. What about 49ers? Real quick before I get you out of here. Man, the Niners is about to beat the Vikings. Look it. I've made it. I made a graph. Now I just did it just to make an edit. But I put that the Niners will win their next five games. And I was starting with the uh Jaguars. So we're gonna win our next five games. I have full belief again. Now, if we beat the Vikings, I really, really believe, and I'm gonna say this: I don't think no team would want us the one, or, the two or three seed is gonna want to see the 49ers. Right, if the I, 49ers I make the uh, playoffs, especially that two seed, is because it's probably gonna be Arizona. They don't want to see us. Let's go, baby. Let's right. go, baby. I'll Let's go. All right. <laughs> All right. Shout out to my guy Chris. Yeah. So the show is on. It's on uh, Netflix. And um, it's it's about this this guy. He was like a coach, and then he basically kind of it was. I don't know if it's like a recruiting service. I don't remember exactly what it was. Like some kind of like recruiting service. And uh, my guy Patrick right here. If they are doing it for swimming, why not football? No wonder they said. All right, so it wasn't really 
about like the sports specifically, it was this guy who he was like a high school coach or whatever. I, I don't know. But anyways, he basically started helping like people with money get their kids into U USC by paying off the other coaches. So somebody would be on their roster. Say you got, you know, your son. Your son ain't never played water polo in his life. He ain't never even been swimming. But this guy would Photoshop your son swimming. Everybody at USC would know, not everybody, but people at USC would know what's going on in the admissions office. The rich, wealthy folks would pay, you know, a lot of money. You know, five. they write some big checks. And they make it to where, like, this kid is, like, a part of a team, even though he ain't a part of no team. But the money gets funneled into, like, the program or whatever. And it was it was, it was was big time uh, people. One of the, one of the, the actress, uh, she was on, was it Full House? It was, it was the actress on Full House. Her her daughter was one of them. And I think it was her daughter that was like a, a big-time blogger. And people are like, how the hell is she getting USC? She don't even got good grades. But these parents want their kids to go to a prestigious university. So they were doing whatever they could to get their kid in there. It's, it's a real thing. <laughs> and this dude was making money. This dude was making millions off of it. This dude was making millions off of it. And then eventually, uh, it started getting kind of caught up. And uh, everybody ended up, you know getting kind of implicated or whatever, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, there we go. Aunt Becky. I see the Aunt Becky's in there. Yeah. It was a good show though. I mean, it was a good Netflix series. It was a good Netflix series according to everybody except for Chris. Chris doesn't like it because they're talking bad about USC. Uh, again, if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys, if you like this show, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. Got one more caller coming on. Now I'm gonna let you guys get to your Thanksgiving. I do want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And speaking of Thanksgiving, you know, you got, uh, Manscaped, make sure you guys Manscaped, promo code Crocky, 25% off right now uh, during the holidays. That's their Black Friday sale. And then uh, if you wait past the Black Friday sale, you still have my discount as well. 20% off everything on Manscaped. They got the new Lawnmower 4.0, the whole package. So make sure you guys get that. All right, but I got my guy, Dion, coming on. <clears throat> Dion, what's up, bro? What's good with you, Crocky? Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. Happy Thanksgiving, fam. How you doing? How you doing today? You good? Hey, man. I woke up. I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? Another day. It's always good. Um, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there in the chat. Hope you have a good day with your family, some good times, some good fun. I'm getting this mac and cheese going right now. You know what I'm yes, saying? Sir. Get these noodles popping, and then we're going to go ahead and get the cheese laid. We, we got some things going on in the kitchen, man. But look. <laughs> We came on here, man, loving USC, bro. We beat the brakes off them fools last week. I done told y'all <laughs> SC is trash. And when I say we beat the brakes off of, we beat the brakes off of them, bro. We was 62 points up on that ad. Like, come on, USC. That was a that good, good win man. for Chip Kelly. It was a really good win for Chip Kelly, and I was very surprised because DTR was the one who threw four touchdowns. And I'm sorry. I, I Look, I live in reality. I always have. DTR is not a quarterback, bro. He's 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 a talented athlete. He's an athlete. Um, he's a very talented athlete. When he gets into the league, I I look at him like an Antoine Randall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he's gonna yeah. automatically be like, you know, they may convert him to like receiver or something, but he'll throw some passes because there he has moments. He flashes where he's accurate, but full time quarterback, nah, bro. That that that's not it, man. I I, I don't see it. Um you know, this quarterback class coming out is, is not good. Um, so I wanted to ask you, Croc, how, how you feel about Kyle 
and his comment yesterday when uh, Mayoko asked him about Jimmy possibly returning in 22. I think he said what he's supposed to say. Now, listen, okay. full disclosure, I didn't actually hear him. I didn't watch the presser, but I saw mm -hmm. the comments. Basically, he was like, you know, not ruling it out, right? Yeah. Do you know exactly what he said? But I, I saw that he basically was like, oh, you know, like, it's a possibility. Mm -hmm. I think he has to say that. Like, I, I don't think that you could be the head coach sitting up there and someone ask you about the possibility of one of your current players potentially coming back, and you just be like, no way he comes back. Like, there's just no way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you got to show a little bit more respect to the player, to the process. And, uh, you know, some players understand the real behind it. Remember Richard Sherman? It was just yeah. like, I know I'm going. So, uh, we're going to ride this out this year and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Jimmy, he he knows what's going on. Jimmy mm -hmm. most likely is not coming back, but Kyle can't say something right now. And then, what if something happens? What if, you know? God forbid, an injury to a backup quarterback, or you know, yeah. something crazy. Somebody goes to jail. Like you know, just what if something wild happens? And you've already put out there, well, this quarterback ain't coming back. Like you know, what I'm saying you can't, you just can't do that. So I think he went about it the right way. Played it safe. Hey, you never know. You know, it kind of gives me the vibes of what he said. Uh, during the offseason where he's like, shoot, I don't even know if we'll be alive on Sunday. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So he, you know, you you got to, you know, get the political correct answer in a, in a situation like that, especially when that player is on your team right now and he's starting and he's your quarterback. Okay. Yeah, I, I felt the same way, man. I don't think he'll be back uh, because, like, when pe people started to make a big deal out of it, now I was like, everybody calm down. It, it was a PR type thing, bro. You got to say the right thing in public. You know, and then at the same time, it doesn't make sense to sit Trey Lance two years because you're not sitting him behind a real experienced quarterback. See, well, when you're, no, he is experienced, but I, you're, okay. you're saying he's not, he's not Aaron exactly. Rodgers, he's not Tom Brady, he's not. Okay, yeah. Thank you. That's exact. That was exactly my next point. Like, yeah, you, you're not sitting him behind somebody who has who has Super Bowls, who has like a bunch of playoff wins. You know, who truthfully is a a vet that he can truthfully learn from. And they understand that the reason that this kid was brought in was to supplant them at some point, you know, whereas Jimmy is still trying to play after this year, you know? So it, it, you sit him, if you sit him another year behind Trey Lance, you'll have this fan base, I mean, uh, ahead of Trey Lance, that this fan base will erupt. Well, like they will go was, insane. It was Barrows or, or Mayoko that talked it was about Mayoko. Just the, the, the cap ramifications of keeping uh -huh. Jimmy Garoppolo on white, it is unlikely that he comes back. Not just because of, well, Trey Lance behind him and you invested so much in him, but you're going to have to, you know, you got Debo Samuel coming up. You got Nick Bosa coming up. You know, you have these other guys that you're going to have to, you know, re-sign as well. So you're going to need that space. You're going to need that money to be able to maneuver and make those type of moves. And part of it is having Jimmy Garoppolo off the books. So I think yeah. that even lowers his chances even more. I think it would you would have to have, for Jimmy to be here next year, there would have to be something drastic that happens. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo potentially like winning a Super Bowl or something, you know, mm -hmm. uh, winning NFL League MVP because he just goes on a terror for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, it would have to be something so drastic that it's like, okay, I can really justify why he's on this roster for another year. Anything outside of the norm or, you know, like I said earlier, somebody going to jail or injury or whatever the case is, mm -hmm. I can't see a scenario where Jimmy Garoppolo is here. Yeah, yeah, and I, I completely agree with you. It makes sense, man, because you can't you the, the the biggest issue as well is is just stunting that kid's growth. You already have him sitting for a year, 
So you say to yourself, okay, cool, man. You know, we're going to have him sitting for a year. Everything will be copesthetic. You know, this is that. And next thing you know, you come back to next year, man, I'm pretty sure even the team would be a little confused. Like, look, I get it. Like somebody, <laughs> I think it was yesterday on your show, man. Somebody was was in here. And I'm going to call this comment straight what it is. It was dumb. They said that if Jimmy leaves, Kittle leaves. Yeah. Bro, this is a business. This is a job. This ain't no adventure. Because you, you really think that Kittle wants out when Jimmy is gone. You must be out of your mind. Now, he may vouch for Jimmy. He may feel like Jimmy is his friend and he wants to make sure that he's on the field. He may give him compliments and wear shirts and all that. But at the end of the day, you really think Kittle about to screw off all that money he just made just to go where Jimmy Garoppolo goes? I doubt that highly. That doesn't make sense. Plus, you got to remember, most of Kittle's yards came without Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what people forget. When he broke that record, he had a carousel of quarterbacks, and it wasn't Jimmy. So people have to remember that part, you know what I'm saying? But versus this Vikings team, man, run the ball, run the ball, control the clock, run the ball, control the clock some more. You know, last two weeks, 39 minutes and 38 minutes of, of T.O.P., you know, that that's that's how we're going to win this game. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the difference between us and the Vikings is we want to, you know, slow, slow grind you out. The Vikings want to hit, and Kirk Cousins does have the opportunity to throw deep. You know, even though I've always said that I feel that Kirk Cousins is a pad statting quarter, uh, stat padding quarterback, and that's just how he gets paid because I don't feel like he's ever going to win anything. You know, that's just me. And recent history has proven he doesn't doesn't win playoff games and he hasn't won the Super Bowl. You know, so I just go off of what I see. But we we gonna we gonna go in there, man, and I hope the plan is just to grind it out, take it slow, and and, and do what we need to do, man. And you know, hopefully Elijah can play. And if we got a three-headed monster with Elijah, Trey, and Jefferson Jr., that that that's great, man. You hit them with all three of those dudes. You run it down their throat. There's no Daniil Hunter. Everson Griffin is is out. But you know, on him, pray for everybody out there. Pray for that man. When you go through those kind of mental issues, man, you know, keep it a buck. You got to you got to pray for that man. You got to hope that he gets his life together. You know, on the field, him missing. That that makes me happy because I will have one less person to worry about. But in real life and, and, and what he's going through, you pray for that man because you don't want people to go through stuff like that. You know, and that that's just me keeping it a buck. But at the end of the day, man, our, our DB's got a task worked out for him, man. Because stealing ain't no joke, and, and Jefferson ain't no joke, man. You know, yeah. and, and that front that that front seven they 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 gonna they better be ready for Dalvin Cook, baby. Yeah, you know, Alshair better. Out. That's yeah, Altair going to have his work cut out for him. They say they love him in the run game, man. But I tell you right now, boy, you're going to be you going to have to hit them run fits hard because uh, Dalvin Cook ain't about to stop just because you in the middle. You know, young man balling this year. But, you know, I'll let you get back to your fam, Croc. Everybody out there, happy Thanksgiving to you if you celebrate it. I know some people do, some people don't. Um, You know what I'm saying? The most is, you know, for me, I'm going to tell you, I'll say this. I'm thankful to be alive. I'm thankful that I have my family, my children, my wife, you know what I'm saying? And that I'd be able to, you know, that I'm able to get to hang out and, and chill with my family, you know, and then at the same time, I'm thankful for all you guys as content creators, man, you breezy, nitty gritty, uh, nothing but Niners, you know what I'm saying? My guys uh, at the locker room, Brent, uh, Mariah, you know, all these people in the chat that's doing their own content creating, even if it's not 49ers, man. I'm thankful that y'all found a passion and y'all stick with it. 
and crack, you know what I'm saying? I'm very happy that you've been blessed with everything you've been blessed with, man. Once you get that, uh, you know, that, that building open, man, I might have to just take a trip out to Arkansas <laughs> just to come and see yeah. the facilities. I ain't doing no training, man. I'm too old, baby. I'm 40, man. I I, I spread it yesterday, and I was like, "Ooh, boy, I, I ain't I ain't felt that kind of man, tightness." You start feeling in a all that, yeah. My hip is still <laughs> messed up. I played in a flag football tournament over uh, last weekend, and I still my hip is still messed up. I still feel that. So yeah, I feel right. Like, you start you start feeling it in places you didn't think yeah. you could feel it in, man. You like, whoa, hold up, man. Yeah. yeah, I got a buddy of mine who tried to get me into a flag football team. I said, man. I come out there and coach y'all, but that's about as good as it's gonna get. I ain't going <laughs> on that field. I've been I nah, man. I'm gonna come home and 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 be in pieces, man. Wife gonna be dragging me up these stairs because I can't can't move like I used to. You know, yeah. I have a little fun or something, like, you know, a little backyard football, but I ain't going out there running no full sprint, man. That's that's that's, that's yeah. a little more than my body can handle. But appreciate you, Croc, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and the fam. You know what I'm saying? Have a good have a good time. Have a good day. Everybody out there, have a good time, a good day. You know what I'm saying? Stay blessed. I know y'all see this Christmas tree in the back. My wife was not waiting, man. She loves Christmas. I know. Christmas, my, so my wife is coming joint. through. I, I feel you. Yeah, my, look at this joint, man. She put this joint up here already. She's already just she putting that mug up quick, boy. Yeah. But uh, appreciate you, Croc, man. Nothing but love to you, your family, everybody out there. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. Take this time out, man. Enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And if you got any any problems, any ill will with family, man, clear that up. We, yeah. we don't have a lot of time on the planet, man. You know what I'm saying? Get past it. Move forward. And hopefully everything will work out for you. Peace, Crockett. Peace. All right, here we go. Got a contribution from my guy, uh, uh, Symmetry7. Again, appreciate you, man. Appreciate it big time. Uh, how much of so-called dip and Fred Warner's play, do you attribute to not having uh, D'Amico Ryan as his LB coach, giving him exclusive attention and coaching? Uh, I don't, I don't think much. I, you know, I think, I think part of it is just adapting to a new way that they might have him playing. So if it's uh, more of an attacking scheme and things, just doing something different than what you're used to doing and having to figure out, excuse me, and having to figure out like, you know, how are you going to win using that approach? So I think that's that's the most important thing right now for Fred Warner getting back in his group, just figuring out, all right, I have to play a different style and I have to figure it out. Maybe try not to do too much. What can I get away with? What can't I get away with? How do I do this? How do I do that? That's what it sounds like. But again, I've never played linebacker, so I can't exactly speak on maybe what he's going through. But I, I'd assume that not having D'Amico as a linebacker coach, I don't think that's the case because they still have their conversations. Like, you know, you still have your, like, when they're having defensive meetings and they're going over practice, they're going over, you know, seven or seven, they're going over, they're doing install. I'm pretty sure D'Amico Ryans is heavily involved in that. So I don't think not having him exclusively as a linebacker coach, I don't think that makes a difference because D'Amico still focused on that position. So that, that would be my kind of thoughts on that right there. I appreciate the contribution. Looking through some of the comments here. Appreciate everybody that's in here. Everybody that's in the chat. Chat. Shout out to everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, I've talked about it before. You know, promo code promo code Crocky with the underdog fantasy. So right now, what I'll do is, do the Bears? Oh yeah, Chicago and Detroit play today. So what I'll do is right now, I'll share my screen real quick, just so y'all you know y'all can see how underdog fantasy works. And I want y'all to you guys you guys let me know what we're gonna bet on today. 
All right. So uh, here we go. Let me share my screen and y'all let me know. I'll see if the everything is up for the 49ers. Sometimes it's not up uh, this soon. Let's see if they got the 49ers stuff up yet. Nope, they got basketball, football. Again, you can do over-unders with all sports. All right, so I don't – George Kittle, he's involved. They only got they only got a few props right now up with the 49ers. Justin Jefferson, uh, over 77 yards. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 268 yards. Is he going to throw for that much against the Niners? Dalvin Cook, 113 yards combined, rushing and receiving. Kittle, 66 yards. So we're going to go through some of this. I guess let's talk about some of the games today. All right, so y'all let me know how this is going to go. And obviously, I think we'll enter. It'll be a $5 bet. All right, so y'all help me through this real quick. Who 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 are we betting on today? Who are we betting on today? We got uh, and again, if you want to get into this, obviously this you know they got the over unders, they got the rival stuff. This is Underdog Fantasy. You can go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app Underdog Fantasy. All right, and when you do that, type in promo code Crocky, and they'll put an additional ten dollars into your account. And it might still match whatever it is that you deposit originally. All right, so we got some Andy Dalton props here. Which one do y'all feel more comfortable with? Andy Dalton, uh, 19 and a half completions, over under on that, uh, over under on Andy Dalton's yards, 223 and a half yards, or on interception. Do y'all think Andy Dalton throws an interception today? Does anybody think Andy Dalton throws an interception today? What y'all thinking about? What y'all thinking? Lions win today. Ooh. So let's let's look at maybe let's look at some uh, Lions props that they have up. All right. So DeAndre Swift over what 107 over under. Oh, I don't like that. That's a lot of yards because this is his rushing and receiving combined. St. Brown. I'm gonna go on a limb and say that he's. I'm going to say that he's going to be a big part of this. So I'm going to go the over on St. Brown, 33 and a half yards. TJ Hawkinson, he's going to be a big part of this. I'm going to go with the over on him. Let's go. Jimmy Graham just needs really eight receiving yards. So can Jimmy Graham get a catch? I'm going to go with the over on that. Marquise Brown, we got, we got Mooney. Is Robinson playing? And then we got Jared Goff. I'm going to go with the over on that. So let's see. This right here, $5 on this parlay pays out 50 bucks. What are y'all thinking? All right, we got we got uh, St. Brown. We're going with the over on 33 and a half yards. Hawkinson, 48 and a half yards. We're going with the over. Jimmy Graham, we basically need him to get one catch. And Jared Goff, over 215 yards. What do, you, what do, y'all, what do y'all think about that? No Justin Fields today, right? I think Justin Fields, I think he's, uh, I think Justin Fields is hurt. Oh, I got somebody saying the over on Swift. All right, so are we going with Dalton one interception? All right, so how about this? I'll go with, I'll go with the Dalton one interception, and I'll go with the over on Swift. All right, so over. 
And over. Oh. oh, I hit my max. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take off Hawkinson. And let's go with... I see. I'm going to stick with Hawkinson. I'm going to stick with Hawkinson, y'all. So here we go. This is how this works. This is underdog fantasy. And you can. You don't have to just stick to football. I can parlay it with basketball if I want as well. They got basketball. They got college football. They got all that. So you can, you can, and I can parlay it with my football stuff as well. So it don't have to just be football. But we're just going with football. Obviously, this is just the first game that we're doing. All right. So I'm going to submit my $5 slip, my $5 parlay. And there we go, $5 to win $100. So that's how Underdog Fantasy works, all right? So if you want to get involved in this, again, and you guys keep a tab on this too. Let me know how y'all feel about this. If y'all want to get involved on this, Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky, download the app, all right? Download the app. And uh, yeah, promo code Crocky, deposit money and play. Have fun, win money. I've seen plenty of, uh, I, I see a lot of y'all slips and every time somebody wins, they message me on uh, Twitter and they'll, they'll screenshot me their winnings. So I know there are a lot of y'all winning every week. So I appreciate everybody that contributes. Obviously you guys signing up with Underdog Fantasy, it helps me, it helps the show, right? So I appreciate that. And I don't know if I'll be on this weekend to do, to preview the 49ers game because I got seven on seven tryouts, uh, but I still will be watching the 49er game. Here's a good question right here. How the F they going to flex the Niners Hawks when week 12 is Hawks? What the F? I know. So I, I don't know how they flex the 49ers. And it's not even so much that they flex the 49ers. They flex the 49ers for the Chiefs versus Broncos. And it's like, you got the 49ers versus Seahawks. I don't care if the team is bad or whatever. Like, that's going to be a good game. 49ers, Seahawks, night, night game. Like, that's a big dog game. Like, regardless of the circumstances. And you flex that to watch Teddy Bridgewater against Patrick Mahomes? We don't want to see that. We don't want to see that. At least, like, you know, you got the Jimmy Garoppolo against, uh, you got Jimmy G against Russell Wilson, Seahawks, 49ers. Like, that, to me, that matchup just holds more weight. I, I thought it was really wild, like, to flex them. Nobody wants to watch Teddy Bridgewater. Do any of y'all want to watch Teddy Bridgewater? I don't think so. I don't think so. So, yeah, man. But anyways, man, I appreciate everybody that's in here right now in the chat. Make sure before you get out of here, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button if you're not subscribed. We just want to come in here and wrap. It's, it's Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. You know, we've given our thanks. I know everybody's going to eat real good. Everybody's going to eat real good today. I'm going to eat real good. Try to work a little bit of it off tomorrow. See if I can go out there and run a little bit. I'm getting old, man, so everything kind of hurts. But uh, I appreciate everybody, man. I appreciate everybody that's in the chat. Everybody contributes to the show. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for all of you because without you, the underdog fantasy, the manscape, you know what I'm saying? The manscape, the manscape, the you know, the manscapes that they send me, the ball deodorant, all that good stuff. It wouldn't be possible. So manscape.com, promo code crocky, 25% off right now throughout the holidays. Uh underdog fantasy, promo code crocky. I appreciate all y'all, man. So uh, let's go, y'all. Let's go. It's going to do it for this episode. Till next time, I'm out. Peace.
Talk Talk TV Podcast. Talk Talk TV Podcast. Talk Talk TV Podcast. Talk Talk TV Podcast. Talk Talk TV Podcast.